Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife and huge fan of Amazing Race, Jessica Carker Ogle. <laughs> Not co-host. Not co-host. I lost the co-host. You this lost week. the co-host. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So, Amazing Race, and yes. So I'm bummed because it's over, obviously, but they are doing a new season, so I'm good about that. I love The Amazing Race. I hate all reality TV because I think it's so stupid. I agree. And scripted, obviously, and I'm sure some of The Amazing Race is scripted as well. But I love The Amazing Race because I love the travel portion of it. I love them seeing different countries, getting immersed in different like cultures for things. I love the people that they interact with. The little bits of like history that they learn about different places, the adventures they get to do, yeah. and the competitive aspect of it. My dream is to be on The Amazing Race. Hint, hint, Kelly, start watching so we can make our video. <laughs> so we're supposed to go on The Amazing Race together, which would be a real treat for everyone to view. <laughs> but yeah, last season or this past season just concluded last week. Yeah. And the final normally, so it starts with like I think twelve teams. It's usually yes. like eleven or twelve teams, and then they all compete. Um, sometimes there's non-elimination legs, but generally every week somebody's eliminated or there's a non-elimination. This time there was always elimination. I prefer that when yes. somebody's eliminated every week. So it goes down to three teams, and then the final three compete in the final tra- challenge. And it was down to three teams, which were a father and son, Rob and Corey, um, two good friends, uh, Strasser and Smythe, and then brothers, um, John and Greg. And they were all really good teams. It was sort of a bummer that it was all men at the end, but I did see that coming. Um, The fourth team that was final was a father and a daughter. I knew they weren't going to make it all the way, but I did like them. Yeah. Um, And it sucks because the final team that won, John and Greg, were great. But Smythe and Strasser should have won. They made one mistake in the final thing that they didn't realize they made. And had they done that right without making that mistake, they would have won. Yeah, they would have. They would and they would have won with time. Yeah, they they would have had plenty and of And they were like the underdog team. So as much as I liked John and Greg, they were a good team. But I was rooting for Strasser and Smythe. Smythe. Uh, Smythe had a huge uh, mustache, and Strasser had a huge beard. And so from the moment the show started, I went, I'm taking the beardies. And, uh, well. There was beardies on another season we watched, too, and you you liked them. Yeah. Uh, This is the only season where the last, I believe, four teams didn't bother me. I liked all of the last four teams. Yeah. The previous seasons that I have watched with you, because I never watched the show before you, um, I could not stand who won. I couldn't stand any of the teams by the time it got to the final three, because the last leg is run with the last three teams. And um, so this year was the first year, I guess, that I really actually enjoyed The Amazing Race. And the team I thought was going to win came in third. Out of what? This is my fourth year to watch with you? Uh, I don't think you watched in 19 with me. I watched it by myself. You started watching in the pandemic one, I think. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I think. I don't know. I started watching in, I want to say, like 16. I started watching live. Yep. Who's the host? Phil. 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 Is it Kogan? 
I don't know. They always just call him Phil. Yeah. So he hosts the Amazing Race. He's been hosting the whole time. This was the 35th um, season. They're already recording the 36th. So I started watching in about 2000, I want to say 16. I've been watching consecutively since then. And I went back on Amazon Prime and I've watched every season of The Amazing Race. I skipped one season, which I believe is season four, I want to say, when it was families running the race. So it was like parents and their kids. And that was just horrid. I had no desire for that. So that's the only season (laughs) I skipped. Other than that, I've seen every season of The Amazing Race. And, And they're all on Paramount Plus now. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I watch. I know I watched it on Prime. Yeah. But yeah, I love it. I just think it's great. It's, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, some of the the majority of the countries they go to and the people they meet in those countries, the majority of them are nice. There'll be one one person out of the entire season where you'll see one person that's like, like, why, why is that person being rude to them? It's so weird. There's, I never see that. The only time I feel like I've ever seen that was this season. It was, it was a weird like gig where like they had to be roadies and set up a stage and everything. And this guy came out and he was just, it's a douchebag. The guy like running the club was like kind of rude. And I'm like, this was a weird like interaction yeah. for the amazing race. But nonetheless, I love that show. I, I think it's so good. And I, I'm so interested in, I, I would just love to see how these people really are because you know, the producers and things like that yeah. see one interaction or one something that they could totally like, characterize an entire person from and so they just latch onto that and present a person in that complete way so i'm curious as to like the people that i thought were big a-holes or the people that i thought were big like jerks like how are they really and then the people that come off like super nice like wow is there really nothing that they did or is it that these are the people you wanted to come off nice yeah i don't know yeah, it's strange. Yeah. But, I mean, I know it's all edited. It's all everything, but it was cool. Yeah. And, uh, and it was cool. The one father and son team, um, he's his father is hearing impaired, and it's the first time I've ever seen like a hearing impaired person on the race, which was really cool, and they were in the bottom three. And it was just – it was cool to see like his son signing, and they had people along the race that were doing signing. And Yeah. I, I think it was really cool. I think it's motivational for people, too, that you know that – and they were very competitive. Like they won yeah. some oh, of the yeah. legs. Like yeah, they were a great. They were a team to beat. Yeah, um, they won the ex- express pass, mm-hmm. so they could totally skip a, a like a, a, a roadblock or whatever, a um, or a yeah. challenge. Well, and, and, just for yeah. people who don't know a challenge, yeah. And uh, man, they were great. I like them a lot. And and uh, uh, I believe Rob was the dad, and Corey was the son. Yeah. And Corey reminded me of my friend Josh the entire time. Every time he was on screen, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm watching Josh on TV He's right like now." Very high energy, very high positive, energy, very like positive, high energy, smiling, excited yeah. to be there, having a blast with his dad. Like it just sounds like Josh to me. I and, just want to do like it. it. I want to cool. travel. I think it's like two weeks, and just travel and see stuff and go on adventures and try different things and oh my yeah. gosh I would and, love they, to do and they do some really cool stuff i they mean do. like they did river dancing and yeah they uh, like f- flew in a plane that like gets pulled up into the air by another plane and then it doesn't have a motor and they glide yeah it's like a glider of some sort and they glide around the city 
Like they did some pretty cool just stuff like in there. Just like doing like tasks. I have like no patience. So like doing tasks for like concentration and like how I would do and like figuring stuff out and having to take my time and try again and Yeah. Would I lose my mind on television? Probably. Probably. <laughs> so So uh but yeah. Uh what else what else uh happened this week? Yeah, so we did some Christmassy stuff this week. As you know, Christmas is approaching. I guess this would be our episode that comes out on Christmas, our um, before Christmas episode. Um, so Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there. This will be our episode that comes out before Christmas. Um, yep. So this week we went into Plymouth. They do... Um, they have a tree in downtown Plymouth and with lights and they have different businesses um, decorate smaller trees and they have like a kind of like a memory walk trees where families and things can get a tree and decorate it in memory of loved ones. So we went down to Plymouth and we walked around the trees and got dinner and stuff and that was nice and kind of impromptu. Yeah. And it was nice weather. I mean, we've been having weird weather like yesterday it was what Sunday December 16th in Michigan and it was like 50 degrees and raining where normally that would be what 30 and snowing yeah so very strange today was like rainy snowy I don't even know what it was doing out there so but that was nice yeah um I the the Christmas tree thing is pretty cool uh especially the the memory walk with uh all the photos that people do for yeah. their families their lost family members um some of them are just like a tree full of for one person and then you'll see like a f like a family tree next to it where it's a yeah. whole bunch of different people and i think that's really cool yeah um that's a that's a way to remember i kind of wish that um where i'm from i wish in paris that they did that sort of thing that'd be pretty sweet but yeah they don't do anything like that not that i'm aware of anyways yeah. um but yeah, yeah it was cool yeah so that was fun. And we went to Herman's. Yeah. Um, a spot that we used to walk down to all the time. And we were sitting there at the bar. And I was like, man, do you remember when we used to walk down here? As Stephen likes to always say, simpler times. Much simpler, simpler times. Such a simpler time, man. It's crazy. He'll be like, we just lived in our upstairs apartment. It was just one level. That's all we had. Simpler times. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how to take it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it was a simpler time. It was simpler, all right. Yeah goodness but, but yeah then we had our you know our long weekend or day off which was nice we did some kind of just some christmas celebrating for us we um we went on a little hike with soph um <laughs> short-lived due to the mud yeah i don't know what or how it happened but we went for a walk on you guys have heard us talk about heinz drive and heinz pike park by us which is um sort of like a scenic rural park area with trails and stuff and it hadn't rained it hadn't snowed i don't know what melted i all i know is we were walking along just fine and then all of a sudden i was sliding down mud on like she was walking me and basically i was just sliding down mud on my heels yep and i'm like wow this is crazy and so we had to turn around she literally was pulling me up a hill at one point i could not get traction in my boots from the mud her yeah. paws were muddy your both of your Shoes were muddy. I had a seat cover in my back seat. It was all like muddy. I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah. And that's just the weather that we've been having. But it was nice. We instead just stayed on the sidewalk. Yeah. Walked for a little bit. But that was nice. And and I, I drove by there yesterday the way back from your parents. And, and that whole area where you drive into and park was super muddy again. Yeah. It's like all flooded. All yeah. that ice. There was ice like by where we had walked. All that was like melted. Yeah. 
So I don't know. That was crazy. Just came home, hung out. What'd you do yesterday? I had cookie day with my mom yesterday. Yeah. Uh, for we may have some new listeners that don't know what cookie day is. Give a give a brief rundown of what your cookie day is. We make cookies. <laughs> so cookie day um, for Christmas started with my grandma. She always made cookies, um, like millions of cookies, tons of different kinds of cookies. My mom and I have dialed it back. Um, but my grandma would have all kinds of different cookies. We'd go over there and help her bake, and she'd put them all in her grandma tins. Grandma's always had tins for cookies. I don't, we don't have those anymore, <laughs> but she'd put them in her grandma tins in the basement, and um, she'd make her Christmas cookies. I know my aunt still does cookie day as well. I have friends who, you know, do cookie day. It's funny because I, I am, like, ready for Christmas. I didn't tell you this. I got out of bed this morning, like, Monday morning. We're recording on Monday because of cookie day. When I jumped out of bed this morning, and in my head I was like, "Countdown to Christmas," and oh, I, I literally, gosh. I rolled my, I, I rolled myself. I was like, "Oh my God, was that literally my first thought this morning?" Like, <laughs> wow, I'm ready, because I'm only working three days this week. I worked from home today, and I'm working in office Tuesday and Wednesday. But last week, I, I had to get a letter notarized at work, and I was talking to the woman who was notarizing it for me, and you know, we were talking about Christmas, and she's like, "I'm not really. I don't know that I'm." really in the mood i don't know what it is and i was like oh i'm ready i was like i'm ready i'm done with work next wednesday and i'm out of here until the second and i'm ready she's like really she's like are you are you i was like are your gifts done she said and i was like oh they're wrapped they're under the tree and she's like oh my gosh and she said she asked me something else i was like oh yeah she's like oh she's like do you do a cookie day? I said, oh, cookie days this Sunday. Cookie days on Sunday. She's like, oh, I think you're getting me a little bit. She's like, you're getting me a little bit into it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, cookie days this Sunday. I'm like, you just give me a call at my desk if you need a little Christmas spirit. <laughs> like, I'm there for you. <laughs> but, yeah, so last year my mom and I did not do cookie day because we went to his family's Christmas in Tennessee, which we did not go to this year. No. So when we were just feeling a little burned out last year, this year we kept going back and forth. I was getting the f impression from my mom that she wanted to do cookie day, but wasn't flat out telling me. I said that to her yesterday. I go, well, I got the impression that you wanted to do cookie day. And she's like, I did. I go, why don't you just tell me? She's like, cause I just wasn't sure. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> so we did it yesterday and, we made about five cookies, five different cookies, which was good. And I made think five individual cookies. Wow. That's a lot of time you God, guys spent on idiot. two on five individual cookies. Yep, you're an idiot. <laughs> See enough for Christmas. Can I have a different husband, please? <laughs> or just like one it took it took you one per hour. Cool. Stop talking. <laughs> you're fired from the podcast. <laughs> this is now a one woman show as it should have been all along. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, so we did that. It was fun. It was over there most of the day, just gabbing and hanging out and making cookies with my mom and our matching aprons. So it was a lot of fun. And then I'll probably make a couple different desserts. I usually make cupcakes and stuff. It's a little too soon to make those. She'll make some other stuff because she hosts Christmas Eve. We host Christmas Day, that kind of stuff. But it's nice. And it was nice making less stuff. I didn't feel like as overwhelmed. Some days it just feels like too much. And like... I, I will say that when the last two batches were in the oven last night, I was starting to like lose my steam, but still I was like, this was good. This was like a good amount of, of cookies to do. So what did you do while I was gone? Uh, video games. I'm You've playing been gaming a lot lately. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I'm almost done with that game in the story, but I've 
decided to go back and get a bunch of the secret, you know, hidden stuff or whatever before I finish the game. Because once I get into the finish of the game, like, I'll be, you know, pretty much, like, I know I'll be stuck there. Yeah. So I want to do, you go to a bunch of different planets. So I'm trying to go to the planets and make sure I get all the stuff before I get there. So I'm best prepared to take on the evil of the Empire. Cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it's been pr- going pretty good. Cool. Um, and then yeah, we, and we, we did, uh, yeah, we did like some cards. We, we hadn't played cards since August, which is a damn shame. And yep. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Crazy that it's been that long. Cause we used to play cards all the time. I, know. I, don't, know. Just, I don't know what we've been doing. I have no idea. So we, I don't know what I did yesterday uh, outside of Star Wars. Literally, you were looking for little treasures in your game. Outside of the game them. yesterday, I don't know what I did, so I couldn't tell you how, about cards. It's crazy. I almost forgot um, how to play. Oh, my God. He was like, how many cards do I deal? He was just being an idiot, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so we normally will make like a cocktail every year to do like a little Christmas thing, but this year we didn't. I think maybe it was a little bit of laziness. I'm not sure. But also we have these holiday steins that we hadn't used at all this year. So we just put some locals light we in s- there. We still have like New Year. We have a we, we have the week off between Christmas and New Year's. We could still do something then. It's just we, weren't, we, like, weren't, we weren't like feeling it. And at the same time, yeah. I was like, I could totally just drink some local light right now. I know. Now. I also was like, I don't feel like going to the store to buy some sort of ingredients to concoct something when I can just crack open a couple of light beers, put them in my stein and put a couple of pizza kits in the oven and just go super old school with some like pizza and beer and cards like that just sounds fabulous yep so that was fun we did that and just hung out and uh the little guy got himself a little gingerbread house kit yeah (laughs) it was an oreo uh it's not ginger though but it's like an oreo house oreo yeah i mean gingerbread house is what that is yeah but oreo made their own version so it's an oreo cookie house i guess yeah so we put that together that was fun yeah it was fun let me tell you it doesn't look like the box one. No, no. It Obviously, doesn't. you put your own spin on it, but I mean, there's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I will say the one time my mom and I tried to put a gingerbread house together, it was a disaster because like we couldn't keep the roof together. Like it's hard to put it together when it takes forever for that frosting to dry. So this kit, the house was already put together. And yeah. then you're just adding like, shingles and shingles and, and putting door, on windows with, yeah with the frosting and stuff like my mom and i's kit we had to put the house together so imagine trying to get that house to stay together and decorate like you yeah. don't have enough time to get that frosting hard to hold like the roof together to then decorate the roof yeah no you got to do it in, like two days yeah do one day where you do the house and then so, the next day where you do everything else yeah this one worked out better but yeah it was a fun weekend i think we had a good time a lot of relaxing, kept it cool. Yeah. So, yeah, cool, cool. Just getting ready for Christmas. Two more days of work for me, three more for him. I got solo airport running for the uh, mother-in-law. Yeah, I got a lot of work this week. Oh, got to pick up my mother-in-law from the airport. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't a, care. I'm I, looking forward to it. I actually have a lot of work to do this week before the end of the year, so um, I was... And I actually like my mother-in-law, so I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> I have work to do too, but it is what it is. I have got some stuff that 
I need to get done that relies on other people who haven't done their stuff. So I'm at a point where I'm just like, well, I'm out of here in two days and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And I got to figure out when I'm going to wrap your gifts in amongst all the stuff before my mom gets here. So there's that. Woohoo. Well, you better get them wrapped, son. Eh. I might, I might just wrap them in a Target bag for you and make it look like I just went to shop at Target for no. you. You give care with my gifts. And you wrap them. <laughs> I'll wrap them in Target. With TLC. <laughs> we bought new wrapping paper this year. Some of which you picked out, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'll figure it out. What do you got on the tune front? Uh, before we hit that, I've oh, got... apologies. Um... The uh, the only sports news this week is that uh, the Lions destroyed their opponent this week. Um, I'm still not I'm still not convinced that they're going to be amazing by the end of the season. I mean, they still have three games left to play, two of which are against the Vikings. You're one of those people, one against the Cowboys. You're one of those people that's like stubborn for the sake of it. No, it's yes. not that. It's yes, that it is. I'm a I'm a jaded Lions fan in that I have to be convinced. It has to be without a shadow of a doubt. They are ten and four. They beat a team that is now seven and seven in the Denver Broncos, forty two to seventeen. But they still have left the Vikings to play twice, and in between those two games, they have the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, on the other hand, um, my mom's going to hate what I'm about to say here. Uh, but thankfully, they uh, they started floundering. They uh, they got beat yesterday, so um, that's good for the Lions. But it's going to be in Dallas, and if if the Lions are going to go into the playoffs, which they are, they're going to make the playoffs this year. That's that's almost a guarantee at this point. Um, if they're going to go into the playoffs and look like a team that can win a game, they need to beat Dallas at home. They need to beat them at home. It's going to be in prime time on a Saturday night at eight fifteen. They need to beat them. No, no question. They have to win that game. Otherwise, I, I I have very little hopes for them to win a playoff game if they can't beat Dallas at home in the prime time. I go back to you saying you have to believe without a shadow of a doubt. I don't think I believe anything without a shadow of a doubt. So I wish you luck on that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you luck, my friend. Uh. Yeah, uh, so that's all my sports news. All right. Because uh, the U of, M, U of M, LSU, Tennessee, none of their games have even happened yet. That's, it's not bowl time yet. Nope. That'll be on the next. Even we'll, I know that. We'll talk about that. I mean, it's bowl time for some well, teams, yeah, but, but not for the no, teams that matter. We won't even talk about that on the next one, really. It won't have happened yet. No, but it'll be coming up. Well, okay, so we'll say it's coming up. Yeah. Cool. That. We look forward to us to tell you it's coming up. Cool. I got anything on the tunage front? Uh, we got a few things. Very short list this week. Uh, believe it or not, not a lot of people put out albums in between December 19th and uh, December 25th. Surpri- wow. Surprising <laughs> to say, not a lot of people do that. That was stunned silence from your <laughs> If We Can Just Say host because, y'all, we didn't believe it either. <laughs> um, so, uh, 66 years old, you. The, the first album from the Everly Brothers. Wow. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. Come on now. I can't. Oh, I, I love can't. I love I love me some Everly Brothers. The only time I'll sing on air is if it's an amazing race challenge <laughs> and I have to sing. And I hope Kelly gets that one. That's all I can say. Oh boy. I love the Everly Brothers too. I like when we stop to see their um it's like the it's like a memorial. It's not a memorial. Well, 
I guess. It yeah. kind of is, but it's like a statue and, yeah. and like yeah, some plaques on the wall and stuff like that. Where was that? It's in Kentucky somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what city. Yeah. But they have, it's on this. I mean, they the got kind of music for it. is just long forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Just makes me want to be at a soda shop getting, sharing a Maltic with a young gent. <laughs> or getting like a Coney or something at a drive up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. A Coney. Or, or a hamburger. Talk about yeah, maybe like a hamburger. They didn't do Coney's back then? I don't know. You get malteds when you think about stuff like that. It's a malted. I always think I always think like hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. Mom, and like being at like a Johnny Rockets. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. You know, like a drive up. The, the, yeah. the waiter or waitress the roller come, skates. come out on the yeah. roller skates. Yeah, that sort of thing. All right. We're, we're drifting. <laughs> I'm going to bring us back. <laughs> Speaking of drifting, uh, Weezer, last year, on uh, the first day of winter, on the 21st, released, uh, it's SZNZ Winter. Oh, I didn't know this was last year. Yeah. Why did I think this was longer ago? Yep. It, so, uh, SZNZ stands for Seasons, uh, and they do one for each season. They released uh, four EPs, one on the very first start, first day of whatever season it is, and the first day of winter is the 21st of December. They release the winter one, and the very first song on there is I Want a Dog, yeah. and it is the coolest song. Like, cuddle up to, yeah. snuggle up to on the couch. Oh my gosh. It's, it's funny, if you're looking up these albums on Apple Music, winter is for some reason listed as an EP, while all the other seasons are listed as an album. They're all EPs. but So I don't know them, just saying. That's weird. And then I like it. I find that no matter what I listen to on Weezer, even if it's something I haven't listened to much, I like it. I, yeah. I like Rivers Cuomo voice a lot. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the lyric you sent me today from the song on there? You sent me a clever oh, lyric. yeah. Pull that up. Yeah. Um, the song is called... Uh, iambic pentameter, and the line is, "I wish I could say it all to you in iambic pentameter," and I just love it. I mean, it's basically like you know, saying like I want to write it to you in a poem. Yeah. But I wish I could say it to an iambic pentameter. Yeah, that's cool. Plus, I feel like that's like a, something I would say in conversation, and Stephen would be like, "Who talks like that? Nobody, nobody talks like you. Why do you have to? What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> People that speak like me. Uh, but yeah, so that's a that's a good album. Uh, yeah, another good. another short album uh, is the album uh, T.O.P. times M.M., which stands for 20, 21 Pilots and Mute Math. So basically, 21 Pilots released an album and uh, a while back long time ago this album's from 2016 this ep is but the year before they had released a full album and their friends mute math uh went into the studio with them and reimagined five of their songs off of that album called that album was called blurry face and uh so they just reimagined these songs the way that mute math would have done them mm. and it's really cool like all all of them take on like a completely different feel um it, it's it's fun stuff. So if you nice. like if you like stuff that's you know I don't know Twenty One Pilots is different. They do a lot of different styles as as it is. Um, but I feel like this album is like it's just got a really good groove to it. I listened to it this morning when I started work, and I was like, oh man, this is this is good stuff. Cool. Um, next up on the list and uh, final on the list is an album 
by a band from Sweden called Blindside, their self-titled album and first album, 26 years old from 1997, mm-hmm. Blindside. Um, if you like hard rock, if you like indie rock, if you like stuff that could be a little bit heavier um, or even like alternative I say give this a chance. You're it's gonna, got all of those things you're in gonna it. You're going to hate me, but I was thinking, oh, I might like, it sounds like something I might like. I should listen to him. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they're a little bit of everything. Um, their st- the styles and rhythms uh, in that kind of music are very uh, different coming from Sweden versus coming from here or the UK or, yeah. or Germany or whatever. So that's another cool thing about it. I highly recommend, but uh, I believe this album is out there streaming. I think it's their second album that's not streaming anywhere for some reason. It's caught up in weird legalities and whatnot from record labels. But Blindside by Blindside, 26 years old. Great album. Cool. That's, cool. I, that's like our shortest album anniversary ever. Do you feel okay? Yeah. Is that I kept feeling like I missed something, and yeah. I'm sure I probably did, but I looked everywhere for all kinds of stuff yeah. that people might know, and I didn't really find much. These these are the these are the four that I found. So yeah, yeah. Okay. It is what it is. Cool. All um, right. we got a couple little rando in the news to lead us into our entertainment. Yes. So Stephen wanted to talk about his little world of uh, of uh, superhero. So franchises and whatnot. So Marvel, Marvel released the movie uh, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Correct. And when did that come out? Now that was. I will be able to tell you momentarily because okay. I got I had to switch my spreadsheet from music over to this. Um, right. So when the pandemic hit, we had WandaVision. That was the first Disney Plus show that happened. In 21. Yes. Excellent show. Great show. That was in January. Now, when... Uh, I can never remember her name. What's the girl who plays Elizabeth Scarlet? Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. When she, as soon as she got done filming WandaVision, she then jumped over to do uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because it was filming. And so they did not see WandaVision. The because, people who were doing... Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. They didn't get to see it because it wasn't out yet. Now, Doctor Strange didn't come out for another 16 months after WandaVision. So keeping in mind, I saw this interview with her and she was like on set and she's like she would read, look at the lines and read the script and go, how does this make sense based on what I just did? In WandaVision. In WandaVision. And trying to reconcile it and figure it out because they had not seen it. Now, when I saw this, this clip was like 30 seconds of her. And I saw this clip and I thought to myself. Well, I thought she said in the clip she asked them if they had seen WandaVision. Yeah. And they, and they, sa- they said no. Yeah. And, and so it's like, so how are you taking that character from WandaVision into Doctor Strange cohesively if you've never seen it? Yeah. And her thing was, is like, well, of course they haven't seen it because it hasn't streamed, has, hasn't yeah. come out yet. But at the same time, they work for the same company. You would have think that they thought that they would have brought the writers in and went, hey, you should probably watch WandaVision yeah. before you use this character in at this movie. At least read the script. Yeah, at least read the script or something. So it's, there's a 16-month difference between release dates and... It's a no wonder that 
that movie turned out to be so horrifically bad on the Wanda side of it because they didn't watch WandaVision. They didn't talk to the writers of WandaVision to figure out, oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't do that with Wanda because it doesn't make any sense at all whatsoever. Yeah, as a viewer, you're like, you can't reconcile the Wanda in Doctor Strange and the Wanda in WandaVision. It makes no sense. And now what you're hearing is per, like, Marvel, like, Wanda's dead. She's done in Doctor Strange. So that's how they... So they just completely destroyed and disrespected her character and really Elizabeth Olsen, in my opinion, and just destroyed all the amazing work she did as Wanda and just killed it. And when I I saw this, I thought about um, so many of the characters since the pandemic that we've seen that we've seen nothing of since. Shang-Chi. Yeah, what the heck? I don't understand that at all. Nothing at all from him. Of um, course, one of the minority characters. Yep. And speaking of minority characters, I know this movie wasn't well liked in this house, but it did it did pretty well out there. Eternals had plenty of minority characters and we've had nothing from those I characters. Just it was e- a terrible movie. But yes, I do think it's weird that they did that. They did the whole like dead iceberg eye man thing in the water, whatever the heck that little statue was. And there's was. been no reference. Nothing. Like none of that made any like why did that movie even come out then? That's my background on my on my Mac. Like computer. I don't <laughs> even understand why they put that movie out when they did if they were gonna do nothing with it. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense at all. It blows my mind. And they planted a sequel at the end. So was that going to come out? Like, no one's going to care at that point. I have no idea. Now, uh, in other Marvel news, if you watched the What If series, season one, that came out in 21 as well, in August of 21 is when they started releasing those. That was cool. Season two this year is going to start on December 22nd, and they're going to air nine episodes one night at a time, all in a row. They're not Christmas-themed, are they? No. It's just coming out at that time. They're just releasing it. They're going to do it all together. Not all together. We're going to do it one, one a day until they're all done, starting on the 22nd. Okay. And then the spinoff from Hawkeye with the deaf character Echo is going to be, I think there's five episodes, and they're releasing all those at once on January 9th. Aren't those really short episodes too, though? I don't know. I, I thought we saw that they were short episodes, like half-hour episodes. I can't. I haven't found anything about a runtime right. on those. I don't know where I got that um, from. But I've heard episode. rumors that it's three episodes. I've heard read Maybe other rumors that, that it's it. five episodes. So I don't know how it's going to be, but that is also, I, I think they're treating that as if it's a limited series. Um so, you know, Marvel, they have some work to do. Yeah. With this thing coming out with Elizabeth Olsen, I mean, I feel like that's a huge black eye to them. To 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 be to have a character, a strong female character of her that had showed up in many movies and for them to ruin her character and us not understand it and then 2 years later go, "Oh, wait a second. Well, I would like to know how we're supposed to understand it if the actress playing her is reading the lines going, what is going on? Why is she? Why is my character doing this? This makes no sense. Yep. So so that'll be interesting. That's, that's them putting the cart before the horse. That's them churning stuff out too much too quick. That's how that happens. Yep. Yep. And this stuff, 
you know, I, I got to be honest, I've been a fan of Kevin Feige the entire time that he's run Marvel, starting with Iron Man. Um, but WandaVision was the beginning of Marvel television being underneath Marvel Studios. And they did that so that they could put all these things together and make them work together. Um, but that is also where their problems started. And yeah, they wrote the blueprint for how to do the movies and connect them together. But I think they got to do a little bit of reinventing the wheel on how they do the TV shows and making them, making people want to watch them. Yeah. And making them worth it and not leaving characters behind Moon Knight. I didn't even mention Moon Knight. Yeah, I thought that's who you were going to say. We've got nothing else from Moon Knight. And that show was awesome. It was very different from everything else. It didn't feel connected. There is absolutely no hints of any sort of connection to anything else. But it wasn't listed as a limited series. And we've got nothing else from it. So it's just, it's very strange to me that... They put well. I feel like if they don't do anything with that, they're gonna have real problem having Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac do something else because this is his second screw over. Yeah, if that's the case. And from what I know is, is that he only signed on for one season because he didn't want to be screwed over on a second season not happening because his show that was supposed to be Poe Dameron's uh, spinoff show from Star Wars got canceled. Yeah, and he was that was in his contract and and. He was like, I'm not doing this yeah. again. So, um, yeah, they got some work to do. Um, I, I mean, I watch everything. I, 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 This last year's worth of stuff has been tough. It's been tough. This year, we got Moon Knight. We got Multiverse. Sorry, that was last year. I my bad. I was going to say, really? That um, was this year? This year, we got Ant-Man, Quantumania, which got completely destroyed in the in the in the reviews and all that kind of stuff. Everybody it was all talk- right. I didn't think it was that bad. We got Guardians 3, oh. which is, Man. I mean. Can't even think about it. It's a tearjerker. It's, a, it's amazing. We got Secret Evasion, which, I mean, came nope. out to, nope. you know, meh from nope. most people. Nope. Um, we liked, I liked the Groot Season 2 series, but like those are like three and four minute yeah, episodes. that's not even. That's fun. Uh, the Marvels movie was very good, I thought. That wasn't bad. It was all right. Yeah. I would put it I would put it underneath Guardians Three as far as what Marvel's put out this yeah, year that was I mean, that was worth watching. It's like which moldy orange is better than the other moldy orange. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. I mean I feel like when you're ranking stuff that you're like, oh, it's not that great, like what's better? But I did enjoy the Marvels, yes. Yeah. I mean Guardians Guardians. Guardians three was good. There's hands down that was good, but yeah. that was James Gunn. Yeah, I don't know. So I feel like with James Gunn leaving Marvel, like maybe that's leaving a bigger hole than is maybe that will leave a bigger hole than is anticipated. And in in uh moving along to James Gunn, he announced his Lex Luthor for his Superman movie, which is yeah. Nicholas Holt. Um I saw a meme online that was like uh, does this guy know he's gonna have to shave his head for the next few years to play Lex Luthor? <laughs> The guy with the shaved head already? No, Nicholas Holt doesn't have a shaved head. He totally had a shaved head in the picture I saw. His head was like buzzed. Then he must have just recently buzzed it because... I swear he did. No, the stuff I've seen him in, he's got hair. But he's going to have to be bald. For Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor's bald. He doesn't have any hair. That was a weird uh, Zack Snyder, Jesse Eisenberg thing to give him hair, which made no sense. Oh, Zack Snyder, don't get me started. Um... (laughs) 
Um, but uh, yeah, so James Gunn is working on. He said he finished the script for Superman Legacy, and he has cast his Superman, his Lois, and his Lex Luthor. Um, he also cast his. He didn't say anybody else though, right? Uh, he cast his brother. Sean Gunn, who's been an actor for well over 20 years and has, you know, earned his place in, in the acting world, um, uh, cast him as Maxwell Lord, which if you watched Wonder Woman 84, that was originally played by, that character was played by uh, Pascal, uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, but he's not doing that version of the character. He's doing a version of the character that's more to the origin of when Maxwell Lord showed up. Like, that's what he's been talking about. It's going to be more what he originally came, what he originally was in the comic books. That's what James Gunn liked him more as. But the backlash has been in the fact that he cast his brother to be Maxwell yeah. Lord. And how, like, oh, you know, what is it? They call it nepotism or whatever, where you're like getting your own people to do your stuff. and well, I'm, it's family. I, it's privilege from being your family. Yeah, I mean... But, like, at the same time... But nepotism like, is a real thing. Yeah, he's gotten breaks because of who his brother is to be in roles. But if you can't act, then you usually can't retain that. And he's been in the Guardians movies this whole time. So where were people... Yeah, why didn't people take, why, say anything Why, if they have then? such an issue with Sean Gunn, why don't they have an issue with that? Like, no one has said anything until James Gunn took over at DC. You know, it's funny because during the... Well, Sean Gunn's been acting for years. He was on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And during the uh, actor strikes, I saw more stuff praising Sean Gunn than almost anybody because yeah. of how vocal he was about everything. People and then always this comes have something out. to say like, about everything. Gosh. So nepotism is like, you know, it's a double-edged thing. Because, yes, you have, you have more advantages because somebody else has paved that way for you. Yep. So you do, but at the end of the day, if he can't act, like he still has to be able to act. He still has to yep. be able to do it. So what are you going to tell him? You shouldn't take advantage of this thing that you have? I mean, I would. What? Yeah. Why and not? It doesn't mean you're not working hard and running your lines and acting and being on set and doing everything. So I... You know, everybody, there's just how it is. What I'm, what I'm interested in is whether or not he's going to still show up in Marvel. Because this character's not dead in Marvel. Craglin. Well, who knows what's going to go on with all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, I think that would still be cool if he's play, playing both worlds. Yeah. That'd be fun, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's interesting to see what's going on there. Um, I think that James Gunn is starting to get the wheels turning. The interesting yeah. thing is, is that... Um, is that Superman Legacy will come in 2025. Yeah. And Marvel's only thing that Marvel Studios is releasing into the theaters next year is Deadpool 3. And then after that, like, they're not really having anything come until 2025 in the theaters. So in this, this, uh, what 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 would they call it in that show? Irrational, the uh, no no sum, the zero sum, Z as though yeah, yeah, like the belief that um, all it's like all or nothing, like yeah. to like that only one person can succeed, like 
Yeah. Only one parent, only one child can get all the parents' love when in reality there's enough love to go around. Like there's enough to yeah. go around for both DC and Marvel to be successful. So so in that realm of things, uh, Marvel will release one more movie before the year in which they're both releasing movies in theaters. Mm. Um, I just, my thing is when I think about these movies coming to the theater on a sidebar, I think about the movie theaters and how they're not... They're not, I don't know how they're surviving, which this tails into a thing that yeah, you read that about. I was just going to say, like, so how are they surviving? Into, so I read this article about a movie theater that um, was showing that Scorsese film, Killers of a Flower Moon, Killers of the Flower Moon. And um, I guess they had, you know, movie theaters have not recovered from the pandemic. That's just an actual fact. They haven't. And they're trying to think of ways to get people in the theater, think of, you know, things to do. And I guess this theater had people reach out to them because that movie is over three hours long. And they asked them, will there be an intermission? And, you know, they said there wasn't one, but then they thought, well, maybe we should do one. It'll give people a chance to stretch their legs, go to the bathroom, give people a chance to go to concessions, which is how we make our money. And so they reached out, I guess, to Paramount and were like, can we do an intermission? And they were like, no, Scorsese, you know, his vision is to see the movie as a whole. <laughs> He's so freaking pretentious to see the movie as a whole, you know, whatever. And so, you know, they were like, you will be you will be faced with fines and things like that if you if you do this. And I guess I think it was when Oppenheimer came out too. a different um, theater had called P Paul Paramount asking if they could do an intermission and they were told no. They, because you know the whole thing, you know our vision yeah. is blah blah blah. Like I don't know if they're not getting their vision across in my living room. Just FYI, that bad boy's getting paused. But nonetheless, <laughs> I mean, even if you didn't want it paused, we have a pup. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. So I guess the movie theater, they were like, you know, we have not come back from the pandemic. We're trying to do different things. We thought maybe an intermission could give like a theater experience, like make it more than just going to the movies. You know, you go to a live theater and I was telling Steven, I'm like, I've been to live musical and live plays that have shorter run times than some of these movies that are coming out now. And I have an intermission. Yeah. And so I guess this theater did do an intermission and they were not like fined. They didn't do anything to them, but they did put, they ruined Scorsese's vision because people got to go to the bathroom during Killers of the Flower Moon. So, um, I remember when Titanic came out, I went and saw it in the theater. It had an intermission. Um, I remember seeing... Uh, I did not get an intermission in Titanic. So that's theater. It's yeah. theater to theater because yep. that's what the article was talking about. Other theaters that have like done that and that they can face like fines. Like the people who asked to do it for Oppenheimer, they were like, we will fine you. Which is so weird to I me. Know. Like I, I remember going to see um, the original, uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. And the third movie, Return of the King, is over three hours long. The extended edition, I think, is over, is like four hours long. I remember being in the theater going, oh my God, like, I got to go to the bathroom at some point. Like, yikes. It's insane. And there was no intermission. So I think it would be cool to have intermissions. I remember seeing the King Kong movie that was done by Peter Jackson as well, because he also did The Lord of the Rings. 
he did the King Kong movie, and there was an intermission for that. I went and saw it at AMC uh, Star. Th- it was Star Theaters at the time, bought by AMC. Wow. Um, but there was an intermission for that movie because it's like three and a half hours long. So, like, I'm down with an intermission. Now, I, I understand that with an intermission, that tacks on another 15 or 20 minutes yeah. that you're at the theater. But, I mean, hey, like I said, how are they surviving? Yeah. I mean, we have you and I have seen 13 movies in the theater this year. That's probably wow. I just counted. I went through how many movies that we actually saw in the theater this year. 13. And we're like, I used to go. I used to go to 13 movies in like two months because I used to go all the time. So like, I don't know how in the world. I don't even know there's enough movies come out for that nowadays i mean I, I, that's the other thing is that mjr student to do this thing where they're bringing old movies back yeah. they do they do it for christmas a lot with yeah. christmas movies but they're I starting to do it with other, a lot yeah. of other things too there's like for halloween they were bringing back like various different halloween related movies yeah. and you know that's what they're trying to do because they're trying to do anything yeah, to I make money i don't know how like small like mom and pop theaters are open they're doing the thing where they're doing a ufc pay-per-view at the theater yeah. they're doing aew at the theater but wwe I mean, hasn't been there like yet give but. them a inter- like what's the big deal about an intermission to be honest if that's a chance for them to make a little bit more on concessions or a chance to like yeah you got like an elderly person that wants to go to the movies and they're like i'm gonna have to get up at some point to go to the bathroom like instead of disturbing people getting up or you know i don't know now what what would be interesting now granted these these sort of things cost money but it would be interesting if you see theaters start to where they have one one theater screen that's uh you can rent it out and you could either rent it out for something like UFC or rent it out for a movie and you get the whole theater and you, you know, you get I mean, a certain number of people in there. You can and rent then, it out for like birthdays and stuff. Yeah. But I'm saying like in terms of like UFC, well, you know, this Have a UFC party at the theater that or this theater can be for any movie sort of thing. Any movie that's on our list at this time. This theater is open. If it gets rented, it costs this much to rent the theater, you know, and then throw in yeah. popcorn or whatever and stuff like that. Because a lot of... I mean, they got to get creative. So, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, they got to do something. But, yeah, I, I've not seen the theater packed. We saw it a little bit packed for Fast and Furious 10 and Guardians 3. But Fast and, and Furious And the 10, Barbenheimer we were, situation. We but, were in a small theater. Yeah. For that. But the last time so, I remember seeing the theater fully packed was i guess the only one this year was barbie and prior to that was spider-man no way home and that was in 21 so i mean it's been it's been a while yeah since since the theater has been packed so i they got to get creative they got to do something and and i think that i think these film companies and production companies need to give them a little leeway because your movies aren't going to be in theaters anymore because they're not going to exist yeah, I also don't think they need to be making movies over three hours. Sorry, I just don't think so. Make it a two-parter. It doesn't, yeah, something. I don't know. The Matrix, uh, Revolutions, and uh, Reloaded. They, those two movies came out within five months of each other. There's part one and a part two. Do yeah. that. Well, speaking of movies, yep. the um, National Film Registry 
is getting their 25 annual films into the Library of Congress. So every year they put 25 films in to showcase like the range and diversity and heritage for like American filmmaking. Okay. So they put like a big range of uh, different films in there. So just a few of more of the well-known ones from the list this year. You've got Desperately Seeking Susan. You've got Lady and the Tramp. You've got Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh, yeah. Apollo 13. All right. 12 Years a Slave. Okay. Love and Basketball. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. And one of our all-time favorite Christmas movies, Home Alone. So that's just some of the 25 movies going in to the National Registry. So we thought Home Alone would be a nice intro into some holiday movies. We did watch that a couple times this year. Yep. I mean, I could just watch it over and over again. I could put on Home Alone, Elf, Christmas Vacation, and like Scrooge just repeatedly on throughout the house for the holiday season. Yeah, my, my favorite Christmas movie of all time is Home Alone. Yeah, it's a great one. It's the best one. It's from his point of view. Yeah. You have to look you at know, it as it's his. It's funny. It's just like a Christmas story. It's from yes. his point of view. I totally forgot that's how Home Alone was supposed to be because I was like so aggravated at the parents this time around and something else. And I was like, I can't believe they would blah, blah, blah. And Steven's like, it's from his point of view, remember? And I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. It's what like eight-year-old Kevin sees. Like, yeah. yes, of course it would be like that. When I get older and I get married, I'm living alone. Oh you hear God. me? I'm living alone. I'm living alone. Hilarious. <laughs> well, that's not going to work out for him. Oh my gosh. He I don't want to see I don't want to see any of you for the rest of my life. I don't know if you guys have seen Macaulay Culkin lately. He is with Brenda Song, who is an actress and they have two little boys. And I saw I think he got his star. Yes. I think so. I saw a picture of him and her, and they were he was she was holding one of his sons. I didn't know he had two, but of one of his sons, he looks exactly like Macaulay Culkin when he was little. He has the, his same like face and like lips. He looks just like a little Kevin McAllister. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. He's like a little Kevin McAllister. But anyway, so we watched a couple rando holiday movies this year as well. Um, like I said, I could just keep watching the same ones over and over again, but like, I don't know. I try to give some variety for Steven, even though it's just, it's like so annoying sometimes being married, but anyway, so one of the movies that we watched was called El Camino Christmas. God awful. And I don't think it was God awful. I do think the best part about the movie is the poster. I do enjoy the poster on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It does have like quite the cast. It's got Dak Shepard, Kurtwood Smith, um, Vincent D'Onofrio, um, Tim Allen. Only good part of the movie was Kirkwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Yeah. Kurtwood Smith. He he had a line in the movie that I laughed so hard at. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what it was, and I think he was saying it to. He said if. He said, if I had a time machine, if I had one wish, it would be a time machine to go back in time before your mom met your dad so I could stop her from having sex with him or something, something along those lines, but yeah. funnier was yeah. the name. 
So it's about this uh, guy who like goes to this small town in search of his dad who he's never met and hijinks and small town buffoonery ensue and it's sort of ridiculous. You've got like the small town like bad cop situation that's kind of overdone and it's not great, but it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. I, I So that's not glowing, I know. There was no likable characters in this movie for me. I was just like, oh He I, was waiting for it to be over. Yeah, I was re- I was ready for it to be over about five minutes in. I was like, I'm not gonna be able to handle this. Well, another movie that we watched <laughs> that we did enjoy was called Violent Night. Yes. With yes. David Harbour as Santa. Is it Harbour? Uh, I thought it was David Harbour. David Harbour. It's H-A-R-B-O-U-R. I've never heard anybody say Harbour. I believe it's Harbour. Okay. All right, cool. I mean, I don't know. I'll call him and ask him. I that's how I'm saying it. So if that's wrong, then <laughs> please call him. I want to. I want to hear well, this. Put it on speaker. I want to yeah. hear this conversation. <laughs> so he plays a uh, disenchanted Santa, yeah, who gets stuck having to save a wealthy family from a team of mercenaries led by Mr. John Leguizamo. It is just like what in the world. I loved it. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was cool. I didn't know. I thought he, I didn't know he was Santa Claus. I thought he was just like dude dressed as Santa who stumbled upon a caper, (laughs) but he's like actually Santa Claus, like saving the day. His like history is cool, and he's like one hell of a Santa. Like he pl- he plays a cool Santa. He's got this awesome red leather suit, like yeah, but like in a good way, not like in a cheesy way. Yeah, and the grandmother in it is Beverly, uh, Beverly D'Angelo, D'Angelo, yeah, from Christmas Vacation. Yes. So like, well, from the Vacation movies, anyways. Um, but yeah, she, fantastic. And at first, I didn't recognize her, and then you were like, you know who that is, right? And I was like, no. Uh, and then once you said it, I was like, oh my gosh, that is her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great. Uh, David Arbor, or however you said his name. Harbor. Harbor is fantastic in this movie. Also, John Leguizamo, I haven't seen him in a long time in anything, and he plays a character that it called Scrooge. <laughs> He's funny, man. He was great. Yeah, it was good. I, I mean, it's obviously violent, so Very. if you're not into that, don't watch it, but... Yeah. Excellent. If you're up for like die hard on steroids and you want to change up your holiday viewing pleasure or you want to watch a holiday movie, but you're trying to cater to your husband as well. This is like a good option, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good option. Uh, next up, you put on my uh, board, you put Christmas with the Campbells. I believe it's Christmas with the Cranks. It's Christmas with the Campbells. I thought we were talking about Christmas with the Cranks. What's this Christmas we with the Campbells? Nobody likes Christmas with the Cranks. I don't even remember Christmas with the Campbells. Um, what is this? It's with Justin Long. Oh, that movie. Yes. I forgot that was a Christmas movie. I didn't even put that on First my list. First of all, how dare you think I put something incorrectly on the board and then speak into the microphone for all to hear about <laughs> it. I had I had no memory the audacity of, no memory of watching this movie. I do remember it now. You liked it. it yeah, it was, it was funny. It was fun. Justin Long is hilarious. So Vince Vaughn is one of the writers on it. What it basically is is a satire of all the Hallmark 
movies. Yes. So it's about a girl that gets dumped by her boyfriend before Christmas and her his family he's not going home for Christmas, but her and him were planning to go to his parents. Since he's not going, his parents still want her to come. So she goes to her ex-boyfriend's parents for Christmas. And hijinks ensue when his um accented cousin Justin Long also comes home for Christmas. And he's freaking hilarious. And it's hilarious because it is, it's a satire. And it's making fun of the Hallmark movies, but it's literally the Hallmark movies. And it just cracked me up because I looked at Steven and I was like, if this movie was taking itself seriously, it would be every Hallmark movie I've ever seen. Um, This movie, I felt like if you've ever watched uh, one of those trailers online, like an honest trailer... I felt like that's what this movie was the entire time. Oh, I've not seen that, but I get what you're saying. Like, okay. they'll take, like, and make up a trailer for, like, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Honest trailer. Gotcha. And it's like, no, you know, yeah, nothing. it's all straightforward and just n- pulling yes. no punches, and this is exactly what it is. And that's what this movie felt like. Yes. It was like, there was no filter. There was no red yes. tape to go through. There was no... Uh, line that couldn't be crossed and here we are presenting this in a way that a Hallmark Hallmark movie would be yes but without all the stops pulled yes and pulled out all the the parents are played by um Julia Duffy and George Went who are fantastic actors oh yeah you've known from a million things yeah so I recommend it I think it's good I think it's a good um for like I think it's a good couple movie I think it's a good bridge movie where if like the girl likes the Hallmark movies and the guy like more likes more comedy, but you want to like watch a holiday movie together. Like this is a good one to watch. Yeah. And, and uh, Brittany Snow was pretty good in it. Yeah, I, she I, was. I and I her. felt like she was relatively normal in it. Cause she even said a couple of things like, wait, why is that? What's happening? Like, you know what I mean? It was funny. Yeah. And then we watched a Christmas Carol, which came out on FX last year or two years ago um 2019 actually okay wow i'm that far behind in watching it so i've been wanting to watch it for since 2019 and it is it was a mini series with guy pierce on fx so it was about i basically picked a three-hour movie yep which is hilarious um, so it it was it aired in three parts, chapter one, two, and three. But when you go on like Hulu now to watch it, it just airs as like a three hour movie. But yeah. I think it was a really interesting telling of a Christmas Carol, and it's sort of like a Scrooge origin story, which I've never seen before. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, and I usually don't like Dickensian Gothic storytelling. I don't like that type of time period for things but i wanted to watch it and i really liked it it had a sleepy hollow vibe to it i really yeah, i said. really dug it i i thought it was very well done guy pierce is fantastic uh andy xerxes is the guy who played gullum in the hobbit movies he he He's plays great. Ghost of Christmas Present, and he's man he steals the movie he plays Holy the little crap. dude got, with the little yeah he plays gollum precious yep he plays Gollum. Like his voice? Yeah, he does his voice. He does the uh green screen. The live action uh stuff for him, like the um an- I am blown away right animation now. stuff. He does the same thing that uh Sean Gunn does for Rocket. It's all the motion capture stuff. Oh, he does all that okay, stuff, okay, but he does okay. all the uh, he okay. does all the 
uh, voices and everything. Yeah, for I don't Gollum. know what Bradley Cooper is complaining about. All he has to do is speak. He doesn't even have to do any of that stuff. Somebody else does it for him. Yeah. Side um, note. Go ahead. But anyway, uh, uh, Stephen Graham was great as Marley. Um, and then Jason Fleming shows up as Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. And uh, the Ghost Super of Christmas eerie. present is uh, Charlotte Riley. And this cast was so good across the board. Even the kids uh, were fantastic. Uh, Tiny Tim, uh, just, they did a great job with it. And it has, <clears throat> excuse me, it has that vibe of... Sleepy Hollow and cold and yes. wintry and like I I liked what they did with Guy Pierce's makeup and everything yes. as the, as it progressed because when you first see him he looks dead he does he looks like he's a walking zombie he's like gray yeah um and just the way they just the way they tell that story with him through you know makeup and film is fantastic yeah very well very well done. And just speaking of Hallmark movies, I'm going to do a quick shout out to two Hallmark movies that I saw recently that I did enjoy. One is called A Biltmore Christmas, which is about a girl who's writing a script and she goes to the old Biltmore Hotel to work on her script and find sort of like a magical, um, oh, what's that thing? Um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Hourglass. And um, when she turns it, she actually goes back in time to this old movie that was being filmed on set. I don't normally like this kind of thing. It's not usually my jam, but I did enjoy this movie. So a bit more Christmas. And Where Are You Christmas I watched today, which basically is a holiday version of Pleasantville. So if you liked Pleasantville, which I absolutely love, and is not usually my kind of thing, but I love Pleasantville. It's one of my favorite movies. Where Are You Christmas is a Christmas version of Pleasantville, and I highly recommend it. All right. So, yeah. Cool. So. um, is uh, it, What is your, putting you on the spot, because I love doing this, what's your Christmas, like, go-to, if you could pick one that you're definitely going to watch again, out of these four movies that we mentioned, what's the one you would want to watch again next year? Of these four? Of these four. Christmas with the Campbells, probably. Ugh. Probably, really? because what am I going to watch? Three hours of A Christmas Carol again? Let's be real. No. El Camino Christmas was terrible. The... And you're going to pick Violent Night, so. Well, that was the obvious answer. So, yeah. Ugh. I mean, really? I'm going to watch Where Are You Christmas, because it was fantastic. Oh, gosh. All right. Speaking of, Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, we hope that you have a good one and that you and yours are safe and happy and able to spend some time together. Um, our next episode will still come out on uh, Tuesday. So this, this episode that you're listening to uh, came out on the 19th, that Tuesday. Um, our next episode, due to Christmas and everything... Um, we are going to be releasing it a few hours later than normal. We normally yeah. release them on Tuesday mornings at 6 a.m. Um, but uh, I guess as you're listening to this, I should say next week's episode will be up hopefully before noon on Tuesday versus 6 a.m. because we're going to actually record it that morning because we just have family and Christmas and 
having a good time with ourselves and not going to put any pressure on ourselves to try to do something. Yeah, it's going to be later we, than when noon, we have a lot of but people over. it'll be up Tuesday at some point. But yep. we have to make an airport run in the morning and then record and then we'll be up. Yep. So, and it'll be a little bit of a shorter episode because it's Christmas and not trying to not trying to spend a lot of time on it because we, you know, spend time with family and stuff and we know you guys are probably doing the same thing. So, yeah. um, where can yeah, I find us? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, WordPress, if we can just say 918 at gmail.com. If we can say, if we can just say, oh my golly, if I can just say, <laughs> if this you, is going off the rails. I don't know, can you? I don't know. Um, like, listen, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Leave a the, review. If you're looking for a gift for your family, give them the gift of the If We Can Just Say podcast. We are on the same wavelength. <laughs> Hot damn. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all.